You're listening to SM Media, the number one place for exclusive Scottish football content. Hi folks and welcome to the latest episode of the SM Media Scottish Women's Football Show. I'm Scotty Pike, it's an absolute pleasure to be your host as always. A very special guest this week, I'm delighted to welcome on to the show, Kumar, it's Laura McLaughlin. Laura, welcome to the show, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thank you very much for having me, happy to be on the, the podcast. It's a real pleasure, how you been, how's, how's things been? I know you've been through the wars the past few weeks. Um, yeah, it's been a tough uh, kind of two weeks or so, obviously I've broken my hand and broken my nose. So, but apart from that, things are, are good. <laughs> Brilliant. It's been a big kind of, it's been a big few months for Kilmarnock. Obviously, you've been there a, a couple of years, but it's a it's a big season, a transition for the club, obviously getting into the kind of professional game. What's that been like, obviously, signing for a professional deal? And one thing that always stands out to me about the Kilmarnock squad is, you are all really close. You are all, like, whenever there's something like a tweet or something like that, you are all, like, liking it for each other and things like that. There seems to be a real tight net, but and to do that all together, how does that feel? No, it's great. It's also it's a, a really good opportunity, not just for the seven who got the professional deals, but for the youngsters coming up through the academy. It's something that every player should want and should be aiming for. So the fact that the club have offered the professional contracts, it not only shows how much backing we get from the club, but yeah. shows that, that obviously the club are heading in the right direction. They're seeing obviously that the teams like kind of like your Rangers and Celtic what they're offering and they don't want left behind. So mm-hmm. they offered these contracts and it's great for me. I'm also delighted to be offered one of them and, and I can't thank the club enough um, for obviously being one of the ones to get get the contract. It definitely makes you work a lot harder. You're not under more pressure, but you feel like you've just got to obviously make sure you're obviously giving your all. Absolutely. Um, Absolutely, it's been a it's been a weird weird season so far for Kilmarnock. I, I just want to obviously get your thoughts on that. SWPL two. One thing that stands out when you look at the table is, as we say every week, it's a really tight league. But Kilmarnock two wins, four draws, two defeats. The one thing that obviously stands out to that is four draws, eight games. Is there a lot of a lot of kind of how do you feel about that? Maybe a couple of draws you felt could maybe have been wins, or what's it kind of been like so far this season? So obviously you've mentioned a lot of draws, so for us it's maybe just a bit of lack of experience, just holding on to, if it were 1-0 in a game, or just struggling a bit just now to keep the win, or going and punishing to get the kind of second and third goals that we're after. Um, we started the season um, with a good win against Borough Muir, which mm-hmm. was needed, I think, um, also to get a good start, like that's what you're, you're after. Um, since then, we've went through different phases of either been weak at the back, we've been conceding, we've then went on to creating chances but not scoring them and now we're kind of a bit of a, we're not creating the chances to score. So it's just, we've got a very, very young squad mm-hmm. with a very talented players for all their young, they're talented but I think maybe at times they're just lacking that wee bit of experience in the park and how to just, to make the 1-0 draws, keeping it 1-0 rather than conceding silly goals. Yeah, obviously Jim's come in as well, Jim Chapman's uh, the new manager of the club and What's what's Jim been like? How's Jim been like with you? Has it been kind of a breath of fresh air to get a guy like that in? Yeah, so obviously Jim has got so much experience, experience in the women's game as well as the the men's game. So yeah. knowledge, 
Um, I think even myself included, everyone's going to learn so much from him. It's mm. difficult to learn, then you will learn a lot from him, which is good. He's um, he's so easy to talk to and get on with. He's got some good stories and um, obviously his coaching abilities is really good. His drills are really interesting. Um, he's been uh, obviously had a bit of a kind of tough end to last season, so getting someone secured in that spot was obviously the main thing. But I think the club's done really well in getting Jim Jim in for us. They absolutely have as well. And when we when you kind of look at that league as well, it's a really tight league. You obviously got Kilmer sitting five points clear, but the two promoted teams are obviously two of the three promoted teams have are, are kind of taken up the first two places in the league. Have you noticed how competitive that league that is this season? Yeah. So I. Every year I say the same. I always think that the focus is always in the top league, which is understandable. Our league tends to get kind of overlooked, but every game in our league is so tight. You can't yeah. score. Like one, one week a team could win 5 0, and the next week they could be getting beat the same. It's very, very tight, so unpredictable, but I think it makes it so interesting. And I think, like a lot of people, must like, surely must like to watch that because you never know what's, what could be going to watch. It could be a team that's, like you said, could be. Not the best game, and it could be a nil-nil kind of boring game, but it could be a game that's exciting, and it's. I think it's really good. Even like the, the league below, the, like for the teams coming up, like the talent in that league is. It's it's also you can tell it's not far off the league. This league that we're in just now, the teams that have been promoted, like Montrose and Garkian, they're very very strong, and that's showing that they're up the top and quite rightly so. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll obviously get your thoughts in the the Achilles game yesterday at home at Queens Park. We have some, obviously, some kind of cup action to take care of in the to start the show. There's a lot to get through here. The two games, the two semi-finals, Glasgow City 1, Hibs 2. Hibs then put their place in the final with the SWPL Cup. You saw the Hibs players and their reactions to winning that game. That was some achievement for them to win 2-1 and beat a team like Glasgow City and reach a final like that. Yeah, no, definitely. Every single one of the players must be obviously thrilled, and by the signs of it, they worked hard and they, they deserved it. So good on them. And the cup games, anything can happen. It's about who wants it more in the day. So well done to Hibs and all the best for the final. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And they'll play Rangers. Rangers won four now away to Spartans and put their place in the final to play Hibs at Tyne Castle. I think it's on December the eighteenth. Don't quote me on that, but I'm sure it's December the eighteenth. That is a. It's like again Rangers. Going to Spartans, you you expect them to win, but again, it's a cup. It's anything can happen. But how impressed have you been so far with Rangers? And obviously, they're they're winning run in the league, and they've kind of stepped up massively again this season. Last season, they were amazing in that top division, but then they've kicked on again, and obviously, they're in a cup final. Yeah, no, they've definitely taken it to another level this season again. It's going to take a, like a team to be at their very very best to beat Rangers this season. I really think they're. Um, individual performances as well as team performances have all been exceptional so um, I think the, the people will struggle to beat them this season Can I ask you for a prediction on who you think will walk away with the, the SWPL Cup I've been told it's going to be live on Sky Sports so that'll be a massive occasion as well for for the women's game in Scotland to, to have a, a national final on a platform at Sky Sports Yeah I'm going to have to back Rangers <laughs> like, I can't see many I think teams will struggle to beat them this season they're on fire, they're doing really really well what does that do for a team like Hibs as well? Like obviously the the league form has been real up and down. They've been they've been struggling to get a form of consistency. But to have a cup run, just what does that do? Obviously you, you were up against them in the the quarterfinals. Were you impressed with them that day? And obviously how to then go to Glasgow City and win as well? Did were you surprised when Hibs kind of kicked on the way they have in the past few weeks in that cup? You know they've done when also we played against them and they've got some really really good players, um, a lot of experienced players and. 
how they play, it, it didn't impress me, it impressed kind of all our team as well. So I'm not shocked that they've obviously went on to beat Glasgow City because they do have um, the players capable to do it. Um, and it's a cup, so in a final, if they go out with the belief they're going to win, then anything can happen. Um, so it just depends if everybody brings a day game in the day. Yeah, absolutely. But it's going to be some occasion for, for the women's game as well. What's, the, what's that like as well? Like, get a platform at Sky Sports, kind of, it's going to be, there's going to be a lot of people watching and it's 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 some kind of, it's a step in the, the right direction for women's football in the, in the country, would you agree? Yeah, it is, definitely. I think women's football should definitely get a lot more media coverage, so the fact that it's reaching such a big platform is, is incredible. Um, what it'll do for Scottish football um, is, is really good. Um, obviously, gives people opportunity to watch it. People maybe never watched women's football before will get the chance to see what it's like, and that might then increase... People, the numbers that go to people play the games on a Sunday, um, which is good. Any media coverage is good. So the fact that it is it's such a big platform is even better. It absolutely is. But it's going to be a, a great final as well. We'll do a wee preview for it for the, the show as well. It'll be some occasion. SWPL won. There was one game of the weekend in Hearts. A massive opportunity for them to to put up. Obviously, they're sitting six points behind now, the, the kind of top three. So I think we know the top three is going to be what it is. But Hearts are building that wee gap above the rest. They're now six points above Partick Thistle with a, a one nil win away to Hamilton when it was rude with a goal for Hearts. For Hearts, obviously, it is for for the rest of the teams in the, the top division, it is just about finishing best of the rest apart from the top three. And that's a that's a big one for Hearts as well. It was a tight contest, big three points. Uh, no, definitely from what I've obviously looked back in the game, it's I think they were quite lucky to get away one 0 I've seen that I can see the ball cleared off the line and they've had their chances. But again it just shows that they've managed to hold on to a one 0 win, so they've got the points at the end of the day. And like you said, for them it is just finishing as high up out with the top three as possible. And so far they're succeeding, they've done really well at this the start of the season. It's just if they can continue it, which with the players I have, there's no reason why they can't. Yeah, absolutely. A massive one nil win for Hearts obviously takes them to 18 points from nine games. Hamilton, nine points from nine games, three wins, six defeats. Hamilton, they'll be they'll be obviously felt hard done by that they didn't get the result. But again with Hamilton, it's it's one of those things, it's it's about staying up and they're they're in a they're in a decent position because they've not there's a there's obviously a, a massive bunch in that kind of middle of the pack. You've got Hibs, Hibs at 11 points, and then you've got Spartans, Spartans and Hamilton at nine, Mother 8 and United 7. They're all quite they're all quite well bunched in together, and they, they're all capable of giving each other a game. No, definitely. It just depends what turns up in the day for those those games. They'll be very, very close. So, mm-hmm. I think obviously, I, compared to the last couple of seasons, a good start. Um, they've had some, a couple of, a win, a couple of wins now in that, so... Um, it's just about getting points off the teams round about them then to keep them challenging. Yeah, absolutely. We'll move on to SWPL2. Kilmarnock, obviously a difficult game at home yesterday to Queen's Park. We did have this plan before that, so obviously it's 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 obviously it's never must be never easy to come on and talk about a defeat. But the first half is we're up one now. What how was what was the first half like? Obviously a, an early goal to kind of give you a good start. Did you feel at half time you was in a good position? Um, so at half time, yeah, I don't think we, were, we played our best the first half at all. I thought it was very, very scrappy when we didn't really play to our strengths. Um, we also let him come into the game. Um, but at half time, you're sitting one nil up. So we said, second half, we need to go out, we need to improve, we need to also try and get a couple more goals. And sadly, it wasn't to be. 
And obviously Queen's Park, they can they can back into the game. Abby Callahan to make it one one and then Trialist who seems to score every week. And I think she scored again later on in the later on in the campaign for another side in, in League One. Obviously that's a joke we've we've had running the show for a few weeks. Trialist seems to score every week. But it must be difficult because Queen's Park obviously was we've had Craig on a few weeks ago and he was talking he was talking similar to the kind of yourselves at Comarnock. It's just about getting that consistency. It's getting a it's going to places like Comarnock and Boroughmuir and giving a good account of yourselves and getting a result. And it's a massive three points for Queen's Park. But what was your kind of overall take on that? Was that a real sore one? No, um, they, they deserved the points. They deserved the points, absolutely. They were really, really good. They were very clinical. They punished us. And um, like I said, Craig Joyce is a very good manager. He has them very well set up, very well. So they deserved the three points. We just didn't perform the day. It's probably the worst performance I've had all season. Uh, but not taking away from Queen's Park, they were very, very good. And like with Kilmarnock, when you kind of look at like obviously like so kind of Lisa Swanson's injured as well. Is it has it been a kind of struggle with like injuries as well when not getting your your kind of full squad and like and there every week because it's it's tough obviously when you've got kind of players like Lisa who score a lot of goals and are always kind of really important players. It's tough to it's it's tough to get a run going when kind of you're you're losing a few players. Yeah, we've had a, a lot of injuries, especially to key players. So Lisa's a, a good example of that. She's such a good role model and we've got such a young, a young team that we need players at least about because the younger ones will learn off her um, so we're really really missing her up front but out with that we've had numerous injuries and it's been all over the park so just now we're having to change formations to suit the players we've got available um, so it's having to try and like obviously work out the new formations and it's, it's been quite difficult but we've got a lot of people kind of starting to come back now that are doing like training so we're hoping by Christmas time um, most of the squads who are back fit and healthy and hopefully no more injuries, especially to, my, to myself. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. The other game in SWPL2, Stirling Uni got a 2-0 win over East Fife. It takes them above. Uh, it takes them actually within. They sit in sixth place now, eight points from eight games. Uh, Anne Taylor and Athena Varnava with the, the two goals for Stirling. Big three points for Stirling. They probably would have would have fancied their chances on the day against East Fife. East Fife have struggled to get wins on the board. But big three points for Stirling. Yeah, it is. Um, I've been really impressed by Stirling this year. They seem to put on a good battle now. I think the new manager's done great. Um, they've been replayed and I was very impressed with them. Got a lot of very good players. Um, I think that um, they'll take a lot of points off teams this season, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. What about East Fife as well? Obviously, we've got players like Kinalaz Anderson who are really, really good at this level. Do you think they'll do you think they'll turn it around at East Fife and it's just maybe they're they're getting used to kind of playing in that higher division, which I kind of been thoughts on them so far? Yeah, I think they also like the league is so tight, they're not getting it's not like they're getting hammered every week. It's all close results. So I think it just takes them to get a good win in the bag and that'll be them off in a good start. But it's just getting the first three points for them I think they seem to be struggling with. Yeah, absolutely. And as well as it's as well with that league as well. I know I know obviously Gap here and they're doing really well when they're top of the league, but you know as well as I do, it's everybody's capable of giving each other a game in the day. It's the, there's a lot of teams really in the mix in that league and they're all capable of giving each other a, a real kind of hard game. Yeah, definitely. There's no weak team, just a lot of strong teams. <laughs> Aye, absolutely. And it's it's good. It makes as you say, the league the league's very competitive and that's what that's what we want to see. It's really enjoyable. As I say, it's it's always good for it's always good for action every week. You always got a lot of a lot of really tight games and you got a lot of good goals. So it's really interesting to see how that league's going to go. 
SWF, let's touch on the championship. Obviously, Hutchie Vale and Livingston was uh, waterlogged, so that was postponed. But Rossville made advantage of that. They obviously went level in points with Livingston with a 3-0 home victory. Fletcher, McCulloch and McJacobs with the three goals for Rossville. Big three points, and as I say, when the, the league leaders aren't, uh, aren't playing, it's all about taking advantage of the, the opportunity, and Rossville certainly have. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Jocelyn Fletcher's got a goal. She's the young striker. She was at us last season. I yeah. didn't time with them, so I know she's a very, very good striker, a lot of potential. So places see her on the score sheet. Um, she's a very good player. Same with Lord McCullough. She seems to be the well scoring all the penalties for them, so she's doing well. And they're very talented players. So um, yeah, it's they've also done well taking advantage of the fact that Flemington's had a game called off and snatched the three points because they did a good side and a. A very physical side, so it's definitely good three points for them. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, Rossville and Ayr are into the semi-finals of the the uh, championship and League One Cup as well. Ayr will play FC Edinburgh, and I think Rossville play Driver, so that's going to be a really interesting semi-final as well. Let's get into Renfrew. Renfrew are sitting now two points behind Livingston. A three-one win away to Morton, McLeod, Monroe, and Wilkie with the goals for Renfrew. Again, Renfrew is is looking now that we're at the stage where obviously Inverness will touch with them in a a, a wee second, but. Renfrew, they're keeping the pressure in Livingston and Rossville at the top of the league, and they're three really capable teams. And I've been really impressed actually with Renfrew the past few weeks because they've they've struggled a wee bit with results, but once they when they have the opportunity, to, they get it going. Yeah, I know for Renfrew, I think they've been missing a few key players the past couple of weeks. So, like I said, it's been important pressing the top at like the top of the table because they're very very good, and it seems to be Renfrew always up the kind of top three um, in that league. So. Um, they're obviously got the experienced players that can keep challenging at the top. Um, and also, if players have been missing, then they've been needing the experience to carry them through the past couple of weeks, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Big three points for Inverness. Kayleigh McKenzie with a double for Inverness and a 3 2 win over Drybridge Athletic. I'll, I feel obviously a lot of the time sorry for Drybridge in that, that league because they always, they're, they're really close to getting a, a victory. I think they were 2 1 up a couple of weeks ago and they lost 3 2. I think they gave Inverness a real scale this weekend and they just were unlucky to get the points. But Inverness, Kayla McKenzie, big player as well for them. Big three points for Inverness and it keeps them within, keeps them close to... They're not a draw where they've seen them maybe nine points behind a team like Renfrew and you don't want to get too far behind. So keeping that, getting a win and keeping that they kind of easy enough to get to clock back if you really can is big for Inverness, I would say. So I obviously don't want like, the big the gap to appear. Um between like the top and the middle half of the table. So they've done well obviously keeping that at three two, um, not conceding any kind of last minute goals to make it a draw and only walk away with a point. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that that division as well, obviously the the way it kinda of works is obviously they're gonna go up into the, the SWPL two. What's it like like I I, th- I kinda ask a lot of people this like a few years ago, the idea kinda of, like promotion and a pyramid system in the women's game was unheard of. For that to now be a reality, what's that like to to kind of follow these leagues and see these leagues progressing. Obviously, it's it's good. Like it's, I think the jump up between the leagues there is obviously a big jump when you go up, and it's having to adjust to the league you, you get promoted into. Um, so it always helps if you've got players that maybe played have played in the league before that you get promoted into. That helps, but it doesn't keep it interesting as well. So, um, for example, like if you're finishing kind of top three in that league and you get that chance to eventually get promoted into the league, then like, there's no better feeling that you've obviously you've deserved it, you go up and then you get the experience of this whole new different league, playing different teams, 
um, a kind of different level of football. Um, because every every player, like you should be aiming to play in that top league. That's what, against the country. So if you work hard and eventually you can get your team up to that top league, then what a feeling! Like that's obviously the aim, playing against the best players in the country. No, absolutely, as as well. We'll move into League One. We'll just get through the results. West Eight now, FC Edinburgh three. Edinburgh Cali 7, Dundee West 2, Stenhouse Muir 5, Airdrie 0, Glenifer Thistle 2, St Mirren 4, Falkirk 4, Giffnock 0 and Grampine 6, BSC 1. Only one place to start, the top of the table clash was between West Dyke and FC Edinburgh and FC Edinburgh keep the unbeaten run going, they end West Dyke's unbeaten run a 3-0 away victory, Mitchell, Markley and Simmons with the goals for the visitors. FC Edinburgh, they're... That's a massive statement to to beat the the kind of rivals at the top of the table three now. It's a it's a big statement to where the potentially the the title's going at the end of the season. Yeah, always top table class. It's always a buzz when he has it. <laughs> so well done to them. It's not just a one 0 and it's a convincing three 0 win. So well done to them. And it seems like also they're doing very well. Yeah, I think they're the only unbeaten team out the out the whole SWP the kind of SWPL two SWF Championship and SWF League One. They're the only unbeaten team, so it's a massive kind of achievement for them so far. And Falkirk, obviously, they've clawed it back to within three points of West Dyke with a four 0 victory over Giffnock. Suzanne Wyatt, two goals, two assists. We speak about Suzanne Wyatt a lot of how important she is to Falkirk, but again, that shows you as well two goals and two assists. She's vital to that side. Yes, I've played it along next to Susie, so I know how good a player she is. She's very strong, good in the ball, good in the air. Um, not just that, as an experienced player as well, she's so good to play along next to. With you learn a lot from her, like from her, obviously. Um, even kind of leading the team on a Sunday, I can imagine how important she is for that. She'll be coaching every single one of the players in the parks and what she's like. And <laughs> <laughs> she's a fair player. She'll give you the take you deserve it, but. At the same time, like she's always the first to pack in the back of you something well, and she's going to be a very, very important player for them. Yeah, absolutely as well. When it shows you though that that players like that, they're they're worth their weight in gold. When they like again, they're just so important to sides like that. And Suzanne's a perfect example. Stenhouse Muir, they've been in a really good run as well. They're now set level in points for Falkirk. They won five nil at home to Airdrie, Montgomery, Templeton, Sullivan, Jones, and that trialist again got a, got a goal as well. Big 5-0 victory, obviously, Stenhouse Muir. They've kind of went under the radar because obviously Helen Templeton is very important to that side, but they've got goals spread across that team and they're, they're more than capable of, of being up there at the, the end of the season because they're getting some runs together and they're winning convincingly in a lot of their performances. Mm, they, might, they might like that, going a bit unnoticed, less pressure for them. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, if it's different goal scorers, then um, it just means that every week you're not constantly putting pressure on that one player to get the goals. It's evenly spread across the team. Um, so I don't think they might like that, just fly under the radar and sneak up. Yeah, absolutely as well. Grampian, a 6-1 win at home to BSC Glasgow. Uh, Lauren Boylan with a hat-trick as well. Big performance for Grampian, obviously keeps them within. They're obviously levelling points with St Mirren, who also won. And you've got the likes of, like, obviously Edinburgh are out on their own and they're three points clear, West Dyke are behind them. But you've got Falkirk, Stenhouse, Muir, Grampian and St Mirren all within a point each other. Grampian... Again, BSC, they've been kind of up and down, but to go to win six one at home, it's it's always good for it's always good when that happens. Yeah, no, definitely. That's another convincing win there. So, yeah, like you've seen somebody getting a half trick as well, which you want from if any player saw a half trick, then well done to them. So, um, yeah, definitely good result. Yeah, absolutely. So, Marin a four two one away to Glenifer Thistle. Glenifer Thistle, they've 
obviously they would only get one point from 10 games, but St Marin probably would have fancied their chances to get the result, but big three points for St Marin, again, it keeps them in that in that bunch. Yeah, definitely. Obviously, they've conceded the two goals there, but to go on and win at 4-2, it's, um, it's, like, it's like a good win for them as well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Final game we'll talk about, Edinburgh Cali 7, Dundee West 2. Margot Duran watson and Beth McKenzie both scoring hat-tricks in a 7-2 victory. Very convincing, very good performance. Edinburgh Cali, they've struggled to get some consistency, but a 7-2 win, you'll take that any day of the week. Got Yeah, that'll fill them with confidence. That's a, a lot of goals to be scoring, so... Um, again, another couple of players scoring half tricks there, so just hopefully can take that one to the next couple of games. Yeah, absolutely, and it's it's a big, obviously the another big result for for teams like Kinnah, Edinburgh, Edinburgh, Caledonia, Sten Stenhousemuir, St Mirren, Falkirk, and Grampian. It's big wins, and it's that league as well. There's always goals in that league. You always look at that league, and you go, I mean, you could probably take there's every game's get three or more goals in it. There's goals spread across that league. Yeah, definitely. She's a lot of goals this week and half tricks galore. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll, we'll obviously, like, obviously, we've looked at the results this weekend. I'll touch a bit in the kind of what's coming up for Coman. Look, I'm just looking through your kind of fixtures there. Some big games coming up. Obviously, Bottom Europe at home in two weeks. I think you still have a game next Sunday. Is that right? No, three weeks next Sunday and then the week after, we've obviously Bottom Europe. That's obviously a big game because obviously he's a he's a kind of similar in the similar positions of league. But I'm just looking through, kind of before Christmas, it's away to Gart Cairn, home to East Fife, away to Queens Park. It's a big run coming up. How prepared are you for to try and get because it's a a big opportunity to get a run going as well. No, it is. I think it's important now that we we just got to focus on every game as it comes. Um, every team in this league. It, like we all play so differently, so we just need to take each week as it comes, prepare well in training, um, and hopefully on a Sunday start to kind of get more convincing wins, um, try and turn those draws into wins. Absolutely, there's obviously this. What's your kind of thoughts? Obviously on the the kind of league when you when you look at the when you look at the games coming up when you, you go to Gap Cairn, is that do you see that when you're playing against a team that are obviously sitting top of the league and started really well? You see it as a massive opportunity to go there. And again, a lot of these sides are really, really evenly matched. Do you go there kind of fancying your chances to get something? Well, I think every game you've got to go and fancy your chances. Yeah. You need to go and try and play the best you can. And it all comes down to, obviously, in the day, what team wants it more, who plays better. But every team that we go to, we should be fancying our chances. And every team in the league should be the same, no matter where you go. Yeah, absolutely. And we're, we're wishing you all the best for the season ahead, Laura. It's been an absolute pleasure to be on the show. Thank you very much for joining me. No, thank you very much for having me. It's been a real pleasure. It's been greatly appreciated. Thank you very much to everyone that's tuned in. Please follow us on social media for consistent women's football coverage and also our YouTube and podcast channels. And we'll be back next week with a new show. Thanks very much, everyone. See you soon. Cheers. Let go.